raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify. And we actually, I got a request this week to put us onto a, uh, another one. It's a public, uh, public one. I'll put it in the show notes in case y'all are interested. But if you guys use a different... Um, format to listen to the podcasts on send us a note geocache talk at gmail.com and i can go out and add that add us to the list if it's one of those that we can add so don't feel like you have to listen to the ones i suggested if you have a favorite let me know and we will uh, definitely add that um, to our list so big thanks to the travel bugs for the music our patrons demon hunter 2 aggie jedi master electric water boy and Teus, joshua the geocaching vlogger nick at cashley one kind word ravenclaw tia shermanator 18 butterfly girl loon trackers the aussie geocacher sodak zach the deadliest cachers Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Addict Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Dremelot, Janice, Tricasius, Tom Frey, Rugles, The Bruce Zero, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant, USMC, Little Gears, Albedo 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, and our new patron, None of It Tidy. None of It Tidy lives in, he's in Canada, but he is in the far reaches north of Canada, in Canada. He's in None of It. If any of y'all have ever seen that, look it up on Google Maps and uh, you'll be uh, kind of amazed. It's kind of cool where he lives. He's in, I'm going to mess this up because you know how I am with names. Kugluktuk. Kugluktuk. I think you need to say that a few more times. I know. <laughs> no, because it'll somebody will make a meme out of it. No, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> but... What's funny, uh, Jesse, is I, I said, well, how long would it take me to drive there? So I put in, you know, put in Google Maps, put the directions, and it wouldn't bring it up. It says, I'm sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> it says no. You, no, you're not driving all the way up there. Sorry. So anyway, but we're really happy to have none of it tidy in, in our uh, part of our patrons. So if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, uh, working on a new one. 
So stay tuned for that, patrons. Uh, also, we want to do another event soon. Uh, we have some cool ideas for that. Other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events, only for patrons. And we just did a video uh, last weekend. It was really kind of fun. Uh, we did that. And uh, so, you know, you're missing out if you're not. You know, support, support levels start at as little as $3 a month. That's it. So, so let me start my welcome. My co-host, Jesse, a.k.a. Memphis Mafia. Good evening, everybody. So we're going to jump right into show, show 93 for April 8th. Um, we were going to have on uh, Ryan Semmel and Joanne Vancouvern, manager at Santa Fe Trail Association. Um, we've had some technical difficulties. They've had some technical difficulties. So well, we're going to reschedule. That would them. never happen on our show. No, of course not. It's not possible. No, let alone all the other issues that I think people are having uh, that we're going to talk about here in a moment. But uh, so we'll reschedule and uh, talk to them because it's a fascinating uh, as we were doing some research on the Trails Association. So looking forward to that in the future. But we've got a whole different show plan tonight. We're pretty excited about. Um, we kind of pulled it out of the archives and moved it up in the, in the show list. So uh, stay tuned. We'll let you know what that is here in a moment when we get to the topic. But let's get some news done. Um, first news item is there's a new promo where you can get a trackable. It's U.S. only. I'm really sorry for international fans and international family of Geocache Talk, um, but it's uh, by Halo Top. And if any of you guys and gals out there have ever eaten, have ever experienced the joy of Halo Top ice cream, let me tell you something. That is good, good ice cream. And it's very low in calorie. It's got it's high in protein. I try to have one a night. Man, it's awesome. Some guy, you love this, Jesse. This one guy, uh, there's a story out there. He ate it for 11 straight days. That's all he ate for 11 straight days. Was oh, my Lord. Halo Top ice cream. Now, we don't suggest that. He doesn't. That seems healthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that's what I see in all the diets out there. <laughs> it's. It's funny because he talks about all the places he went and he dragged, he dragged ice cream. You know, they have those refrigerator type like sacks you can bring kind of thing. And he did that. And uh, what's crazy about it was it is very low cal because each, each Halo Top pint is about, it's less than 300 calories in most cases. So 280 240, 280, 320, somewhere in that general vicinity is which each one of these. So you eat three of those a day. You're not having many calories. But and nothing else? Nothing else. is all, That's all he ate. But when that's, he, yeah. <laughs> not a good idea. But no. it was a fun story to read. He's done, this guy's done a lot of crazy stuff. So, yeah, uh, not – but – on a dare, maybe. Yeah, on a dare, <laughs> Thomas basically. Do it, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, he made, made for a good article. I guess he needed to get an article out there. So, anyway. Uh, anyway, so Halo Top gets you uh, signed up, and hopefully it's one of those deals this time, Jesse, where they're going to take, like, random 1,500 people or something and give them out. So it's not – Is it still open right now? I don't know. I'm going to take a look. I haven't looked at it in – They usually close so quickly once they come out. Yeah, they do. Uh, so it's, while you're looking that yeah, up – Yeah, it is closed. Form closed. Go ahead and admit whether Sorry. it's just going to – You get one, it's just going to stay on your counter – or is no. it going to go out into the world? Oh, my gosh. This is going to be hard for me because I love Halo Top. 
I'll send it. I'm starting to send them out. I've got one here. I'm going to, I'm sending this thing out. I'm taking it to, to Geo Woodstock. You know, remember this one? Yeah. I didn't get so, that one. I didn't sign up for that one. I, now I will admit, and I'm not the best at doing this, but I do still have my tin cup. Send that thing out. I know. I know. I need to. Such a cheater. I know. You're well, a very good steward of the game. It's <laughs> you're promoting bad they, habits. They say to send them out. I am sending it out. I just haven't sent it out yet, but I will send it out. I guess it's been a while now. I've enjoyed, you know, having it on my shelf. So it's time. It's time for it to go out. So you think it's been a while? Wasn't that two years ago? Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on now. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have brought that one up, shouldn't I? I should have. Not that, that you know, I would want to bust you out on the show or anything. But, right. Uh, yeah, did you ever send out your Mary Hyde trackable, the number? Oh, I never got it. You didn't get one? No. Never got one. I thought no. they sent one to everybody that did it. I didn't finish it, so. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Busted me again. No. I know. I missed one week and then it was like, oh my gosh, I missed one. So dang it. Never mind. I tend to so send, planetary um, pursuit. Planetary pursuit. Yeah, let's move on past my failures in geo. We don't want to. We don't want to set bad habits for people right. and think people are going to send their things out. So let's yeah, move on. I'm going to send it out. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? I, I've got a bunch. I'm just taking them to Geo Woodstock and I can dump them on Geo Woodstock people and let them go that way because they have the whole thing set up for that. So it'll get a so, good start. If I if I start one here, it's going to go nowhere. If I start one up in Cincinnati, it might have a may, may have a shot. So. All right, Planetary Pursuit. Yes. Um, it's been extended to April 15th. So before we go, my CFO just brought me. Oh, yeah, that one. Now, you yeah. notice all the dirt and grime on that thing? <laughs> right. This was actually sent out and came all the way back to me. It did, which is Around really cool. Around the world and came all the way back. So they do possibly come back. Came back to Denton, Texas, and you happened to be in town. Now, eventually you would have gotten it back, but what's cool is the fact that yeah. you've – Somebody I would never thought you. I was going to see this thing again. But. I know that one I I sent off for, and what the problem was, I sent it off and never got one. So that uh, one I actually sent off for. I would have sent out, but I never got it. So usually Joshua is the way I always get them because he posts almost immediately mm-hmm. when there's one of those promotions. Yeah, and as soon as he posts, you have to jump on there and sign up for it. If you wait till you get home or anything. You're not getting them. Well, I signed up in There's, plenty of time too. I don't know what happened, but they just my I got my name got bumped off the list somehow. But that was man, that was years ago. That one was. Oh yeah. Anyway, back to yeah, planetary, planetary pursuit. pursuit. So um, they extended it, which is interesting because there wasn't any formal announcement. The blog post, which I put in the show notes, if you look at the blog post, it reads April 8th. But if you go open the blog post, it now says April 15th. Sort of a slight change to the blog post. There, So I asked on Twitter, I said, well, where is, um, where is it listed? And somebody says, well, they made a Facebook post. I'm like, not everybody does Facebook. But I went and looked. Right. And they put a Facebook post. And oh, my gosh. I, and Susan didn't want me to read them out loud. But I started uh, reading out the comments you mm-hmm. talk about Weiner City. Oh. It was yeah, no thanks. terrible. People were just going crazy about I trudged through the through muck and bar to finish this thing and now you you know it's like 
Yeah, heaven forbid you got out there geocaching. <laughs> right. You know, well, then that's, what's, that's the idea there. <laughs> what's funny is if you read down a little further, you start getting into those comments, which are, didn't you go out and have fun? That was the point, not to get some, yeah. you know, electronic souvenir. It was to get you to get out and to enjoy the fun of the planetary pursuit. When that was the point, we that's the point we made. My, this Alexa back here keeps talking to me. Oh, Alexa. Please. No, uh, don't say anything. It'll actually <laughs> pick up your voice. I am going to make sure that this. Actually, so here's a cool thing. So this is this yeah. Alexa belongs to the CFO, right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> she allows me to use her office to broadcast. Mm-hmm. However, um, I did get to listen to Geocache Talk on the Alexa. Ooh. So that. Not that that's any different, really, than listen to it on my phone, but it seemed pretty cool. So, it, is, it is cool that people could do so that. So I did it. Yeah. So if, if we talk really loud, maybe we could make it's unplugged know, now. So we don't want to mess. With, okay. Well, I was thinking other people that are listening that have Alexa at home. But anyway, so how are you doing on your planetary pursuit? Last uh, yesterday we got to Neptune, so nice. we we ran around ta- ran around the Plano area, found a bunch of caches. You know, had we had a good time. We we really did. Um, it was chilly for for texas weather i'm you know i'm not complaining i'm just saying that it wasn't traditional weather so we had to bundle up a little more but you know we we enjoyed it we had fun we um we dnf'd quite a few some of them they were just they literally were gone what's funny is lately i've been uh i look and i don't want it to be it's like and i never put that it's not there i've learned i learned when i was i learned many years ago that, that's instant egg on your face. Yeah, well, yeah, and that I I suck at geocaching, so you know I said I I S A G. So, but I do put on there that I, I had no luck today. I couldn't find it. No luck today. But um, a couple people that I know, one of these was a cash owner that I know, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Well, if you can't find it, it's gone." So <laughs> it archived. That's a lot of pressure, right? That's a lot of pressure because they archived <laughs> it. They're like it's gone. If Gary can't find it, I'm just going to archive it. It was it wasn't a big it wasn't a huge you know big deal. But anyway, I did find we we found quite a few and we got to Neptune and we're like we're 200 points away from Pluto. Let's let's go ahead and call it a day. Uh, you'll so, get it next week. Now you have extra time though, so you'll so get it next weekend. So now I've got a week to get 200 points. So I got to sort of do some more planning because there was a couple caches that. I kind of passed over. There's a couple um, mystery unknowns that I can mm-hmm. go back and finish that I think I can like complete the puzzle portion of it and I can go. I need to sort of re- revamp my list again because I have a list on, on um, geocaching.com. I'm sure everybody, hopefully everybody does that, creates a list and then I transfer it to Cashly and um you know, go, go at it again. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, and now I haven't done the whole drop a trackable, pick up a trackable, drop a trackable, pick up a trackable, drop a trackable. Pick up a trackable. So I know a lot of people did that. Um, and okay. I did after I was done. So I had a whole lot of trackables I wanted to drop. Right. Um, like real trackables, but I wanted to finish. I finished last weekend. Yeah. So after I was done and I got my last souvenir, we have a big year. It's a big hundredth, it's a monthly event that we have up here, our NOCO dinners, so right. Northern Colorado dinners. Mm-hmm. The yeah. 100th one is coming up Tuesday night. So it's the 100th month in a row that they've had it. So it's a big thing. So I'm bringing my whole collection of trackables. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I waited until I was done with the Planetary Pursuit, and then I dropped all of them in that event. 
Oh, dropped them. Wow. My you... score like doubled after that. Right. But I, was, I already had all my souvenirs at that point. Yeah. So I, I could have just done that in the first place and I'd have been done. I didn't want to. Yeah. But I saw a bunch of thousand plus scores out there where people had done a lot of trackable moving really quickly. Yeah. And you know, that's funny. part of it though, right? That's it's part it's, of the game. I don't know if you can redrop one. I wonder if anybody uh, does know in the chat room. Oh, but. absolutely, they do. I, I had, remember I told you about the one. I had one. I had the one that got resurrected with the IB geocaching uh, event they had up in Nova Scotia. It was yeah. one, of my, one of my one of mine that I had it had gone missing back in tw- two thousand and seven. It was a little little potato head guy. He was really cool, and of course he went oh, missing. Nice. He went missing. So I gave him my travel bug number, and he resurrected it into some kind of cool little doodad. And so somebody picked it up, and then dropped it, and picked it up, and dropped it, and picked it up, and dropped it, and picked it up, and dropped it, picked it up, and dropped it, picked it up, and dropped it. So yeah, you can't. And then what's funny is I thought, well, so the same person picked it up and dropped it a bunch of times. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, that's a loophole, right? I guess, but they can improve on that next time. Yeah, I, somebody complained because I I made a note of it on I think on Twitter I said something about it, uh, which is be careful, with, be careful what you tweet because oh yeah I I tweeted out that I didn't see it as a huge deal, but I I what I my what I made was a suggestion was and I even made the suggestion to the person that did it I said if you do it with one of your own trackables, then the, the, the trackable owner doesn't get an email twice, you know, every 30 minutes on his, on their trackable. Two so emails every 30 minutes is kind of a, yeah. light, you know, I'm wondering if they could, and I don't know, I don't know the backside programming of this, right? Right. But if they could do two things, and I don't know if they'd even want to one, make your own trackables ineligible. Mm-hmm. You don't get credit for dropping your own trackables in future promotions. Mm hmm. Or two, and or two. During the life of that promotion, you can only drag one, drop one trackable once. Yeah, like you can't just keep, you know. So it recognize like you can't log a cache twice. You shouldn't be able to drop the trackable twice for points. The same one, and you shouldn't be able to drop in the same location. You need to. You'd have to right. actually physically. Well, it, move it wouldn't matter if you can't drop it twice. Well, so. right. No, I agree with you. I agree. But uh, my my duck back when we did the seven deadly ducks thing, which mm-hmm. was a couple of years ago, I actually put it onto a camo rubber ducky and sent it out, and uh, it's made all the way to Germany, which is kind of cool. Nice. But somebody in Germany started doing that. Um, they started dropping and picking up drumpets, which is fine. I, I mean, I just. Uh, uh, play the game how you want to play it. Yeah, right. I, I mean, they're just exploiting. People are just exploiting loopholes. There's no, I mean, that's we're geocachers. That's what we do, right? <laughs> right. We find the we, we, find, we little... find puzzles and figure out how to solve them and get around things. And right. That's that's what we do at, for a hobby. So, which, which is funny. Mention about loopholes is that um, we had a ton of people who uh, put in for the contest this week, and I'm announce the winner of the coin here in a moment, but. Um, somebody, you know, cause it was the, um, the penguins that, uh, you know, how many penguins did he see? 3 million, uh, what's the, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but you get the idea. So, um, the point was to go to his website and go find it. Well, the problem was, is I stuck in the show notes. So oh. <laughs> somebody with the show notes and saw it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Whatever. It's, it's fine. Hey, and the way I said it was, Hey, if you, you know, if you're a good you know, geocaching puzzle person, you're going to find whatever, you know, whatever uh, solution you can find. So, 
So before we move on from the planetary pursuit, mm-hmm. what's your call on it? Good, bad, improved? I did. What do you think? Yeah, I did a geocache talk. Um, um, you did a poll. I did a poll, and it was 70, 72% thought it was really good. The other big number was they wished it had been either extended or was in a different time of the year. About twenty two. I think they have a chance to do it again, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, in fact, it. yeah, I think they're going to do another friend league thing in maybe August, September, because they want to spread them out a little bit. My what do you f- think would improve that friend league? Oh gosh, um, that's like a whole other show. But um, but I think we'll get back to this again because I hope they really yeah. start doing this. But yeah, if I you agree. could select your own team mm-hmm. among your friends, but what I see is a possible next promotion mm-hmm. which i think would be really great is if they can one stop you from dropping your own trackables and two stop you from dropping the same tracker more than once but then do it all just for moving trackables so people are out there really hunting and moving trackables mm-hmm. that could be a fun one that like just a whole a whole and then maybe give away another number at the end or what you know or whatever just even souvenirs whatever's fine but you really have to go out there and search for trackables that would change the way a lot of people play the game it would it would that could be a lot of fun it could probably kind of be almost like um, a, a cleanup, but because yeah, like um, a maintenance, you know, cleanup and yeah. Um, so a couple of quick notes I forgot to mention is that I mentioned the thing on Twitter about dropping trackables, and somebody sent a message, and you can't interpret what somebody writes, but it seemed like they were kind of calling me out a little bit, which is fine. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. The fact that some people don't have either the environment currently it's all mm-hmm. it's all snowy wherever they live and they can't get out and do something or they have no caches right. around them to find um so this is the way they could participate was to drop a trackable so that's fine i understand that yeah and it, you know and the thing is there's so many people like we think of it as it's going into warm season right it's about to be spring mm-hmm. but on the other hemisphere it's not yeah right so this if you're doing it for the whole world it is a. Uh, it can be different weather conditions, and then people may have cashed out an area or whatever. So, there's you know there's there's always going to be somebody that's left out or something in it, but they can't do everything. No, but I, I like the spring spring fall is good because it's spring fall here and down where you know the Aussie geocacher is and in uh, you know georic different people we know down in Australia that kind mm-hmm. of area of the country, of the world. It's also spring fall. It's just the opposite. So, you know, right. they're they're coming out of you know they're coming out of their summer into their fall, and we're coming out of our winter into our spring. So, it, I mean, it. Uh, but getting back to you're asking about what I think of it, I thought it was really good for different reasons. One is, it got me to go after some caches around work that I normally would. I think I'd eventually gotten to them, but because yeah. of this, I went harder on these the 10 favorite point ones, which take a little extra time. So I had to kind of plan a little bit kind of, you know, my lunch had to be altered a little bit because I spent almost a right. whole hour doing just, which is fine because you know really enjoyed it. So, I mean, that's, that's important. I, I think the thing too, is that, um, you know, I don't view it as people can view it differently. I viewed it as I want to enjoy it. If I get to Pluto, I get to Pluto. If I don't, that's fine because I've enjoyed right. it for what it is. But other people see it as a challenge. Like you, you found it more like, "Hey, I got to get to Pluto because this is kind of cool," which is fine. That's a yeah. that's a cool way to go after it. Right. You know, and everybody can look at it differently, right? 
mm-hmm. you're not losing anything if you don't make it all the way to the end. Right. But some people really want to do what they can. And some people have the ability, you know, there's certain times a year where either if they did that promotion, I would have a lot of trouble getting it finished just because of life and everything else. So it just happened to be at a time of the year where I was able to get out and finish it. Right. If you go look at your friend list, which my friend list is kind of large. Um, mm-hmm. what, what was your highest? What was your high person? Oh, my. Just Let me see. Uh, I'm going to grab my high, my high person. I'll, t- I'll tell you, um, it's interesting because like I said, I've got friend league, 65 friends. Hopefully I have more than people than that, but you, didn't you get out. the idea. My high person scoring wise was uh, standby 5,221 points. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But because I live in Colorado, and it happened to know Mondo. Yes. My high person was 16,968. <laughs> that's, that's insane. 16,000 My second points. highest person was 5,588. So about where this, about where Quadres yeah. was, a friend of mine. So, But Mondo is like a, you know, oh, yeah. cashing he's, wizard. He is. So. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he is a cashing superhero. Um. So yeah, but I've got Landlock, people, he got to 2009. Yeah, he got 2009. Neil Moore, he got to 2393. Gosh. Um, see my show. Tick Magnet is 1570. Yeah, 1570. Uh Craig, you know, Craig usually is just trying to find one a day cuz he's trying to keep his streak streak going. He got to 1825. That's pretty good. Um, you know, Joshua, you know, Geocache Vlogger, he finished it. He took a, he took a kind of interesting approach. EGK PBR got 12.06. Mark Panic, 11.20. Daryl W4 got to 11.10. Rugal's 1109. You know, um, so, so. Zach got to 998. Cool. That's cool, man. You got My to top eight. 19 friends mm-hmm. are over a thousand. Wow. So, <laughs> but the thing is, is I wonder on a normal week, they probably get to that too, maybe, because they're just yeah. I mean, those are those are really prolific cashers, right? They yeah. they go out there and knock it out, and yeah, exactly. they probably got it in the first weekend because they cash like that. Yep. So overall, I think it was great. Um, I think they'll do another. My my prediction is they'll do another one in the fall sometime. Whether they include um, whether they include people that are. Um, how they do the friend league who knows I, I it's still kind of i think they're still kind of unsure about that but anyway um so blog posts want to mention again if yes. you have a blog post that you want to uh include or or send our way uh geocaching janji is taking care of that for us you can either send it to us geocache talk at gmail.com or you can send it to her janji go west at gmail.com either way we'll get it to her um there was a new one that came out this week i don't know if you saw that yet called i'm a beginner it's by one one river life was the blog post that was put out so tonight's show mm-hmm. should stimulate multiple blog posts for people yes everybody in the chat room right now everybody the audio listeners because of what we're going to talk about tonight you should yep. have an idea for a blog post yes i, I want to see us get flooded after this and I'll even help you with your title start. My favorite blank, and then we'll get to it later. That's right. That's going to be start your blog post of all time. <laughs> My favorite blank of all time. Of all time. We're about to get and to I that. And I think we should have a bunch of those come in. We should. Because it's going to, 
when we start talking about this, people are going to go, oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. For the next few days, people should be thinking that through their head. So absolutely. So we should have a bunch coming in. Absolutely. And he's going to get slammed. Yes. She'll be okay with that. She'll she'll mm-hmm. she'll organize those uh, those uh, blog posts and we'll be we'll be getting to put out. So that's cool. Uh, so audio listeners, again, we had a ton of uh, audio listeners from past week who listened uh, to Doug McRae's stories about going to Antarctica, uh, inventing various things, uh, internal hard drive for Macs and you know, Ms. Pac-Man and he's just a great guy. Uh, and he's a prolific geocache. We talk about uh, yeah. Mondo, you know, he's up there. He's in that superhero category as well. Right. Right. Um, just a different way. Right. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, which is funny because I was looking for, I was trying to get some information on our patron. Uh, none of it. And, um, uh, none of it tidy. And, uh, Sure enough, retired guy head was up there and found one of his caches. So that there you go. Shows you how he's been around the world. That's funny. Uh, so I did the random.org um, and it came out to Rodney Hughes, but he, he geocaches under a name, Billy Robson. Don't, I don't know why, but that's his, his real name is Rodney Hughes. He goes by that's Billy a Robson. secret agent name. It is a secret agent name. Uh, so, so Rodney, send me your uh, your mailing address, and we'll get that uh, coin out to you. And so thanks for thanks to everyone who's sending uh, the emails. It really kind of helps us know, you know, a where you you know where people are listening, and if they like our contests and all that good stuff. So all right, we're moving on. Webcam watch. So webcam watch. Uh, we're holding steady again. So this is good. We want to make it all the way through the summer. Yep. 114 in the U.S., 279 in the world, and still four disabled. So we're hoping those disableds come back as active yeah. webcams, whatever they need to do to fix them. I haven't really delved into what those are, but we haven't lost any more in the last two or three weeks. Yeah. So that's good. And I don't, I don't our, like the, uh, I don't like the disabled. So those, those scare me. Yeah. That they usually go disabled for a little while and then they're gone, but these have been on there for a few weeks. So there must be something mm-hmm. holding them on because I know reviewers are, archiving those pretty quickly because people abuse mm-hmm. those terribly abuse webcams right yeah um but so we added a new thing to our watch the virtuals watch and currently we are at of the new virtuals and everybody mm-hmm. we've talked about those several times on the show but the new what are they called bonus virtuals yeah reward not reward i think they were but, right. mm-hmm. anyway anyway the fourth they released 4,000, and we're going to kind of watch until we get closer to the time because it's only August. I think right. August something coming up. You have to publish we're currently it by... at 1,309. Okay. That's... So there's only 1,300 out of 4,000 that have been published, and I'm very curious to see how many end up getting published by that final date. You figure that there's going to be a mad dash mm-hmm. at the end probably. Don't you think? What do you think? What's your prediction? I think we get to 3,000. I think about 1,000 of them have basically people don't care or for for all sorts of various and sundry reasons they don't. That's really, 25% though. That's I know. I know. I'm going to say 3,500. Okay. That's good. There's going to be a mad, we're gonna be at the mad dash. We're in April. I mean, 
But, you know, summertime coming up here in America, I think a large section of them are here. I know they spread them out some, but maybe it's been a weather thing, like with the promotions and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I suspect we'll see a few. I've seen a few pop up, so I've gotten a couple of them since they've come out. But we're going to, I have two, we're going to keep a closer watch on it now. We're going to put it in the show notes every week. We'll kind of keep an eye on it and see how that progresses because we were kind of, it's been on the website, but... You know, I don't go check it every, you know, every week. So, but I'm glad we have that little link. If you're curious, there is a link uh, on the website for, for that. So go check that out. So, all right. The show tonight. The blog post generator. Yes. (laughs) Our favorite traditional cache we've ever found. Mm-hmm. Not ever, not that we've ever heard of, because that's a whole other list. That's a different. We show. had to have actually read a whole book about that. Yeah, well, yeah. Let me grab the. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Grab the book. Uh, <laughs> uh, but found we've you and I have the ones we're going to list are ones that we have found. So favorite traditional, favorite multi that we've ever found, favorite virtual that we've ever found, uh, favorite event that we've ever been to. Um. And I guess in a sense it could be, uh, in my case, the event and the megas are the same, but oh well. Um, I might think about it a minute and come up with a different one for that. In fact, I do have another event I could do for that. So, uh, Favorite mystery, cash. Favorite webcam, cash. Mm-hmm. Favorite, favorite, favorite earth cash. I'm excited to hear Jesse's favorite Earth cache. Do I have to pick a favorite Earth cache? <laughs> yes, you do, and you have. Oh, uh, oh my and gosh. Favorite where I go. And that's gotta be hard for you. Actually, I have a favorite where I go. Okay. So I loved your I, uh, <laughs> I like them all. They're all good, obviously, and better than any other cache type, but <laughs> I do have a favorite. You knew that was coming. All right. Maybe. All right. Where do we want to start? So let's start with traditional and I'll let you you go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Yep, so go first. my favorite traditional, and it's actually my first book. Well, that's cheesy to actually plug another book, isn't it? You're going to prompt your, your pro, promote your own book in this? Promote my own book, baby. Yes. So, so I would have to say, what book are you talking about? Well, this is <laughs> Hide and Seek. So there oh, you that go. book. Oh, that book. Yes. So in this book, I talk about... It's now archived, so that's kind of a cheap cheap one, too. It's like, well, people can't find that, so oh, well. But we really enjoyed it, and I, I don't want to give the whole – it's a whole, almost like a whole chapter in my crazy book. So anyway, it's called Chateau Lock Number 17. And again, for time purposes, I'm not going to go through all the details of this cache, but I want to explain why I picked this one. Right. Um, one is it's Slinky Mama's favorite, so hey – there you go. Keep Slinky Mama happy, you know. No, um, the, it's it wasn't the cash. It was where the cash was placed. And I think a lot of people, hopefully, have had situations like this that they, they th- can think of that they've been to. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the, the cash was just pretty generic. But when we got there, we're like, what is this? Where are we? We're in Oklahoma. And so it's like we start looking around and we found there's a canal system like the Panama canal type thing, all smaller, mm-hmm. but still pretty good size canal. And we went inside the little, it's like a little observation tower and it has things on the wall shows the size of the, of the uh, ships that can come through there, which pretty good size ships and which make uh, basically Tulsa a seaport. 
because ships can go all the way from the Mississippi River up through Arkansas River, all the way up through into Oklahoma, all the way up into Tulsa or near Tulsa. And so, uh, and they they basically have ships come through there all the time. So we got lucky and there was a little fishing boat coming through and they opened the, you know, they said it, you know, people, anything traveling along the, the river there, the, the, the lock system pulls in, they open the lock up and we, our kids were younger. So it was like educational moment for us. So, you know, they open the lock up, they raise it, you know, do the whole thing. And so we got to watch the, the little ship go through the, the lock system. So that was early on, very early on in our geocaching career back in 06 when we first started. I think it was our 10th cache we'd ever found. So after that, we were like, this is really cool because you can find stuff. You had We would never have found that thing or had any idea that that was even there, you know. And I think we've all probably, hopefully, I mean, there have been, there have been times like that where since then, and I'm sure you've had some like that where you're like, where are we? What is this? And you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so cool because I didn't even know this was here. It was, it's the whole where geocaching will take you. So. so, and it's hard to go from those back to a normal one sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's for sure. Right. You're like, this is so amazing, but they couldn't all be like that. Right. There'd only no. be like 10 of them <laughs> out there if they were all that amazing. Oh, I should mention too, real fast, so we get to yours. Um, we will put all these in the show notes. Uh, all the uh, all, so you can go look at it. This one happens to be uh, GC Jasmer Eleven event. It's a like I said, it's an old, it's an older cache. It was it was hidden in two thousand and four. So anyway, on to yours. Um, so this is a hard one. Right, because traditionals is what we find the most of. Oh, yeah. So this is hard. Um, when I was first looking at this, obviously the first thing I did is I started looking at my first 5.5 five that I got because I like those, and that mm-hmm. kind of changed my opinion on hikes and stuff like that. Then I looked at – there's one that's uh, part of the trail that I went down to kayak to in Florida. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's another one. So, But then I'm going to go the other way, and this is almost like cheating. So I'm going to go the other way. No. And the original stash tribute plaque. Oh, that's cool. Um, and a lot of people will say, well, that's not very cool. If you've been to the cache, it's just a plaque <laughs> in the ground. But it was really neat. So we yes. were up there on a vacation. And we had done some caching. But, you know, the whole family was up there. And we were visiting everywhere. And actually met Land Monkey on that same trip. And we uh, mm-hmm. we were not cached out yet. But we were we had done some caching, but we weren't trying mm-hmm. to take the vacation over with caching. Right. And there was a lot of ones I really wanted to get, you know, headquarters and all the other stuff. Sure. Well, the, the original stash tribute plaque was about an hour from where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And the wife and the girls were saying, you know what? We've, we've done our bit of caching for this trip. <laughs> it's not going to fit in this day. We're going to eat and go, you know, play and stuff like that. We're gonna chill out so I got that. up at like four in the morning Right. And uh, snuck out of the hotel, got in my car and drive, drove in the dark. And the original stash plaque, the tribute plaque, you know, where the first cache was. And it's, you right. know, now it's just a plaque or whatever. There's well, actually an ammo candy here, too. Yeah, but, there is one nearby. Uh, right. But the original but, is not uh, there anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I drove out there like in the dark <laughs> and it's up a mountain with no like no lights. Not a mountain, but I mean, up a yeah. mountainside with no lights. Sure. And I'm searching all around for it. Of course, I didn't have a flashlight with me because that would have been convenient. 
But uh, <laughs> so I finally find it right as the sun's coming up, and it's it's just really neat, right? Because that's where the whole game started, and we've all heard all the stories and stuff. And it was really neat. And then uh, so I took my pictures, jumped mm-hmm. back in, and flew back to the hotel before anybody woke up. But right, <laughs> our round trip with everybody still sleeping. But it was worth it to go and get that cash. So that was kind of a it's kind of a neat historical, you know. Probably yeah. the coolest historical cache that I found. So, and like you said, it means a lot because for you and for pretty much anybody who's been around and was really committed to to the sport of geocaching, mm-hmm. you know, you almost kind of see that as like the culmination of all the other caches you've ever found, all the other experiences, sort of yeah. in a sense culminate in this the trip to. To, to the the true ground zero, the true first spot where the original was buried, which you can't do anymore. Stash was what it originally was called. You can again. Well, yeah, we're we're kind of unsure about that, by the way. I, I, yeah, looked, uh, I looked at the... Who wants to bury a cache? It's a bad plan. No, it's a bad um, plan. But yeah, but, that's, um, that's really cool. You've you got to kind of mark it off your list, too, right? Like, if you're going to go and you're going to knock out all the big things, the big milestones in geocaching, that's definitely one of them. Mingo, you have to mark Mingo. that off the list if you have the opportunity. Right. I mean, Mingo is a good a good example. I mean, Mingo. Yes. It's kind of kind of cool. I mean, it's but if you if you're looking for some sort of big, traumatic, you know, I've got a hunt for yeah, there's Mingo. No statue there. There's <laughs> there, there's there's if you can't find Mingo, then you don't need to be geocaching. That's all I could say because there's no not finding it. And it's, no, there's not. There's, it could be gone. Zach could go steal it. He could go steal so. it again. Yeah, that, that would be <laughs> foolish, but it is kind of cool. Right, so the container is kind of cool, but anyway. It is. Off. All right, so I'm going to try this. I haven't been studying. Okay. Um, the GC code for this one is GC okay. ground virtual zero puzzle. Very good. Got it. I'm getting there. You're getting there. I'm getting there with it. Uh, next one. You want to do multis next? Yeah, let's do All multis right. next. I'll, you want me? You want, you want to start? I'll let you start. I will because I know which one you're going, and I was there, so okay. I'll start with a different one. <laughs> cool, yeah, that works. I was, out good. I was there for yours, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the one I picked was uh, Colorado Natives Baseball Cache Number One. Okay. It's um. Wait, you know what? Hold on, let me see if that's the one I wanted to make sure that I talked about. Okay. All right. Um, that's actually not the one I thought it was. Oh, you want to pick a different one? Why don't you work on? Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to look for the one in the notes. But uh, okay. Well, f- you do yours, and I'll put the other one. I got the wrong okay. GC code in there. Sounds good. It's fine. Go go ahead and look for the correct one while we talk about um, favorite multi and multi caches are. Well, I kind of it's like any cache. You you can find really good ones, and you can find some that you're like. Well, we found it. Let's move on now. <laughs> you know, there's good and there's, you know, of course, any cache to me is great because it's geocaching. You can't go wrong. But some, right. of, them more, some of them are more memorable, memorable than others. This one, ironically, was found recently. It, it, it's, it came out recently. If you're playing along at home and if you want to look this one up while we talk about it, it is GC Jasmer 11 Event. And it's called. See, the, you're getting good at that. I know I am. I got a little cheat sheet in front of me though, so I'm pulling back the curtain too far. I think um, this is called 
the big red English box. Let me tell you about this thing. We heard about it. Uh, we were at the Texas Mega, and um, I think actually Jesse heard about it from some from one of our friends. Somebody came up and told us about it. Yeah, at yeah. the coffee event. At the coffee event, they said you've got to go out. You've got to go find this cash because you're will be blown away. And I was like, okay, we've. <laughs> We've all heard those stories. Yeah, you think it's great. It's not that great. But we, we trusted him, and we trusted him correctly because this is pretty crazy. Because it's not like somebody put together, you know, made one out of wood, you know, made it look like a TARDIS or something, made it look really cool, you know, which is which would be, would be cool in itself. But this thing is a, a full... Uh, not a replica. This is an original English telephone box. They working. weigh working. Well, yeah, that's that's a different whole deal. But this <laughs> thing is this thing is metal. You cannot move it. They had to cr- had to have it get a crane move mm-hmm. this thing into place. I, I don't know how much it cost them to ship it over there, but ship it from England to there. But but it's a it's a real English box, real English telephone booth. And he did have it hooked up, so you can go to this English telephone box, go inside of it, real nice. Put they had the, they actually took the glass and took them took a, took the glass out, carefully packed it. When they got there, they put the glass back in. You know the whole deal. Um, they got he purchased actual English telephone books, so it's mm-hmm. it's so you could peruse old English telephone books, uh, you pick up the phone and you can make a phone call anywhere in the U S for free. So, and we did. Yes. Uh, y- yeah, y'all <laughs> did. Didn't you, you called. Yeah, we did. did. Did you, you called Hallie, didn't I you? Called my oldest daughter, yeah. Yeah. Back up in Colorado at the time. So, but I think we mentioned this on the show before we alluded to this one on the show before, because mm-hmm. that day, just to talk about how good that one was. Yep. That day we planned on going out on a numbers run, and that this one totally derailed the numbers run because we played for like this was like forty minutes each way <laughs> out of the way to get there. It was, and we played for at least thirty minutes with this thing. Yep. So the numbers went out the window, but it was absolutely worth it because it was, that was it was well worth it. Yeah. I have to say that I'm not going to pick the same one, but you're dead on because that's the, one of the coolest multis I've ever seen. So you call a number. Um, and you get the the code to where the actual final because it's a multi, and mm-hmm. so we go check it out. Ammo can very cool. Sign it. Um, he's got um he's got a British bus stop um sign in his driveway. Um, he's got some random stuff in his backyard too. There's a if anybody's heard well, U.S. people have. I don't know about international, but Bob's big boy. He has a Bob's big boy in his back backyard. So. This is kind of random, but yeah, it's located on, on his, on, you know, on his property. And so, um, it's, it's a K six and a K six kiosk identified British red telephone box. Uh, eight kiosk types were introduced and he goes on on his website on the uh, cash to, to talk about the K six, which is kind of cool because, 
uh, friends of ours that live uh, in the UK. Hello, friends of us uh, of the Geocache Talk in the UK. We love you guys and gals. Um, said, "Yep, yep, that's K6 because we showed them the picture, and they're like, yep, that's what it is.' So uh, it's a type. But then a. they're like, that's not very exciting. We see yeah. those all the time. <laughs> Picker box. It's type A K6. In case you're wondering. So, all right, that's enough about that multicast. On to yours. So I have to second that uh, you're right. That is the best one that I've done. Also, however, I have yeah, to pick a different one. Sure. Um, and I got the GC numbers wrong. And mine is uh, GC hike Altoid Altoid Fizzy. Okay. Cool. I'm getting I'm getting there with this. You are. It's called Carolyn's Cash. So this one was cool for many reasons. Uh, it was one of the first five five multis I've done. So that makes it pretty cool because out here that means hiking and many stages and mm -hmm. projections on maps and stuff like that. But this one is actually a tribute cache to a lady that passed away that was friends with a bunch of cashers out here. and was a cashier and a hiker and everything else. That's a great she idea. passed away before I got into the game. So this is an older cache. Mm -hmm. um, but I know the people that, that knew her and she meant a lot to these people. So they set up this big tribute cache um, and it's multiple stage multi all through town and then ends up with a big eight mile hike. Wow. Um Cool. up to the top of a mountain and uh <laughs> actually it could have been a shorter hike but we went in the wrong way but that's a different story um but uh one of the hardest hikes i've done out here actually wow. unintentionally but uh really cool cash and it was set up in a way that you know it talked about her it was done really well and it was one of those cool caches because it started off with a simple thing like go to this location and it was a really hard one to find at that point Actually, no, that was the second stage. It okay. started off, you had to go around town and collect information off statues, like mm -hmm. local statues they oh, put okay. up. Oh, okay, yep. Then it gets you, then based on that information, you have to go to another location, which you had to project based on two or three points mm -hmm. and where they cross over, you know, on the map. You have to go and then go to the other point. And this is out in the fields, you know, out in the field by lake and stuff like that, the second stage. And it's, you really have to hunt for this thing. It, it took me a couple times to go in there to find it. Oh, cool. And then there's some more information, and, and then I'm going to zip through in case people we know are in the area. So mm -hmm. zip through, whoop, fast forward. The final is a, a big hike, and me and a buddy of mine went out for it, and it was it was a killer hike, but it was worth it. It was a really pretty area, but the whole cache from beginning to end was was really well done. So outside of that, which well, is totally different, of course, but outside of that phone box we are just talking about, yeah, that would definitely be my, my favorite one. Because it was, it took us a long like you didn't do it in one day, right? Right. There was a couple of us working on it. And it took us a while. Then we'd figure out another stage, and we figure out another stage, and then the once you figured out where the final was, it took a whole whole bunch of planning just to get to that. Yeah, you know, there's something to be said about um, caches that are like that, Jesse. That you just don't walk up and get. You've got to work out some effort. You've got to plan. You know, there that's those tend to be memorable. Because you, mm -hmm. you remember all the the, the the aspects of them, and they, it comes to mind because, um, you, you know, I, there's there's plenty of room for caches like that because of that very fact that right. it took something to get it took something to complete it, and uh, they you know we don't want every cache we we. We want some caches to be easy because once in a while we might need an easy cache to find. But we, we want people, we encourage people to really kind of think through where can I place a cache that will make for, make make it fun for people. 
whether it be right. dif- difficult hide, if it's you know, if it's done right, um, I I think you and I have both both found or seen difficult hides that are not in good locations. They you can't park there. You're like uncomfortable trying to find it. It's like mm-hmm. this is not a good idea. You you know you probably had a great you thought you had a great idea, but when it when you actually come to people trying to find it, it's not a good idea because it's not. A, well, it's and then not, areas change too, right? Yeah. So. Like that one, that had been out there for now. Granted, it was out away from town, but mm-hmm. the final was. But the sure. other part was in town, and it had been out for a few years. And things really do change, yeah, over time. You know, areas develop, and if you're not just on top of those things quickly, it can ruin a whole cache just by there's a new development that came in that used to be there, right? And now it's no longer safe. But how do you, you know, how do you fix that cache? So you got to give kudos to cache owners that put that much effort into one, and then maintain them for years right no I, I agree that that's a really cool and, and the idea of a tribute cash i think is also a really great idea to to as a tribute to someone i think those are great yeah it's hard to go wrong with something like that yeah um all right we're gonna get on to virtuals and um uh i kind of went for i'll let you go first and then okay so yours is kind of cool. I'd love to love to go to this one. It's in the top. I'm actually calling an audible because I think we've talked about the other. We talked about it before the show, but the one we talked about. Yeah. So we've actually talked about that on the show before. Yeah. Uh, which is Ed Watson was a bad man. Mention the the GC code at least people I can will. look that up. Um, it is. Yeah. So it is one of the two hundred one geocaches to find before you die. So yeah, yeah gotta make make that. Uh, right. Let's see. Uh, GC. Fizzy three five three. That's an easy one. That's the one we talked about on the show, and I don't remember which show it is, but um, that was the Florida trip, 5-5 virtual. There's a big story about Ed Watson and all his backstory, and that was a three-day trip that culminated in this cache where we had to rent boats and kayaks and everything else, and a whole group of us went down there, and there was an emergency room trip, and there was all kinds of stuff going on in this one. Um, But definitely one of the coolest, or the coolest virtual I've done. However, I don't want to go over the same one that we've already talked about on the show. I think we brought it up more than once because yep, no it problem. was just amazing, right? <clears throat> yeah, whole absolutely. group Cedoed at the area and everything else. It was great. But I want to talk about, I'm going to switch gears and use the other one. So okay. Lone Tree is another virtual. It was my very first 5-5 mm-hmm. virtual. Yep. Um, the This one was cool for a couple of reasons. One, the kind of the circumstances around going to get it. And mm-hmm. two, um, the actual cash itself. Um, and three... Ego getting you into trouble. So, uh, not that that would ever happen to any of us, right? So, uh, Lone well, Tree way, is a. Fine... Before go you ahead. go too far, yeah, just real, real quick, I just want to mention Lone Tree is on, is in uh, the top twenty virtuals to go find. It's number nine, by the way. So, this yes. is, you found it and it's cool. One. GC, oh, whoops, uh, Bison. Difficulty. Oh, Difficulty. Five event. Five. Event. What's E? Event. Event. Yeah. Oh, Should have known that one. Okay. I'm going to get good at these. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, I had this trip planned to go get this one. I've been looking forward to it for months, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get it. Um, well, this was right after I retired from the police department, and I was getting ready to start my new job. But everything was kind of in limbo. Right. Um, I was waiting on the contract to come in and everything else. And I had this big trip planned, and it was going to be for the weekend. I was going to drive down there by myself. It was going to be a great hike, just me getting to get away before. Well, I got the phone call, and they go, oh, yeah, that 
start date of whatever it was, like the 13th. We actually need to start on the 7th. Oh, my gosh. Like Monday. I had right. plan on being gone. I was like, ah, I can't tell my new job no. Right. But I'm like, ah, I was, I was all depressed. And I was like, this is terrible. I, you know, I can't do this. I just, th- this is a terrible way. This is messed up my whole, I was getting ready. That was going to be my big, uh, you know, trip before I started this, this whole new job. So I'm all depressed about it. And Christy, the CFO goes, nope. He goes, nope, you don't get to do that. <laughs> you don't get Ouch. to be saying, you don't get to whine about this. She goes, go start driving. I will, uh, I will change all your arrangements, and by the time you get there, you'll have a KOA. Um, so this was in Oklahoma. Right. I had to drive down through Texas to Oklahoma to get to it, you know, from Colorado. Yep. Um, it was, I think, 12 hours straight. Um, she was like, you know, you're not going to mope around here and start that, so go. Leave, right. and you're going to drive down there, do it, and you're going to come back, and you're going to start your new job. So I was like, all right, cool. All right. So I went down there, drove down to get it. So that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her. So it was already kind of fun that she, we're kind of on the fly trying to figure this out, right? Sure. Right. Didn't know where I was going to stay or anything. We're kind of communicating as we go. So I found a KOA, stayed. And um, it's, uh, so th- the cash was cool too, because first five, five virtual, that's a big milestone. You know, there's not that many, there used to not be that many of those. Yeah, um, you're right. There's more now, but uh, there's only 13 in the world, eight in the United States. This was one of them I wanted to go for. It, it was the closest one. So, um I get down there and uh, I'm all excited. I'm going for it. It's a hike. You know, I got my water and everything else. And then, you know, a little bit of that ego creeps in. Hey, I'm coming <laughs> from Colorado. This can't be anything hard at all down here. Oh, of course. It's Oklahoma. Not. What it's kind Oklahoma. of mountains, what kind of terrain could they have? <laughs> well, little, little did you think. Little did you know. Yeah. So I really underestimated it, right? Um, mm-hmm. It was, it, it wasn't really super. It wasn't super high or anything like that. You know, I've hiked much higher, yeah. much further. Um, but I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a little warm today, but it's not that bad. So I just have a little, you know, hydration pack and I'll just be good. I'll just right. bring a sandwich. I'll be good. Right. So I start hiking. I'm by myself. Well, of course, you're looking for a virtual spot, right? At the top of a mountain and there's no service. Signals bouncing out everywhere. Right. I finally get up to the top and... uh because you can't follow a trail or anything else. You have to just start going up at this point because I didn't know where else to go. And I get sure. to the top, and it looks just like the moon. I mean, there's <laughs> trees and stuff, but it's just like big rocks everywhere. And I'm going around and around trying to find this location, and my phone's no help at oh, this point. No. Didn't have a GPS because, why well, would I need it? Right, I'm too good. So. I don't need that, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm, and these big, huge boulders are like you know mountains that are sitting side by side, and you have to squeeze between them, and there's big gullies and stuff, and I'm getting across. Then you get to a point and you're like, well, I can't cross there. I got to turn around. So you got to come back. I spent more time up at the top <laughs> trying to find where I was than going up or down. Wow. And there were some skinny spaces there too. And I got this, I got turned around when I was up there. And uh, at one point I'm going through these, this crevice between two rocks. And not only had to turn sideways, I had to take my backpack off and turn sideways to get through. Oh my gosh. And uh, I was like, how stupid am I going to be if I die on the top of this thing? Cause I'm wedged in between a rock. Nobody knows where I am. You know, I'm probably 500, you know, a thousand feet from where I need to be. Nobody's going to look over here and I'm an idiot. And I was running out of water. Oh my. Uh, ended up finding it, got to where I need to get, you know, got down off the mountain and it was a lot of fun, but I was sunburnt out of water, oh, no. you know, didn't have much food. Cause I thought, Oh, I'll just jog up there and jog back down. This will be nothing. Um, <laughs> you know, Oh my. I did know the ratings, so what was wrong with me? But um ended up being a great trip. 
It turned out great. It was right by Cash, Oklahoma, which is a town. Yes. In Oklahoma, named C-A-C-H-E. Yep. The police cars say Cash Police. I mean, it's a cool town, the whole town, right? People, people I've been um, taking photos of that. I've, I've used that photo before of, of Cash, Oklahoma, the, like the, the, the sign, the, like the, one of the, the uh, roadway signs is, is kind of cool for. So yeah. all in all, that ended up being one of my favorites because of how it started, the fun cash, and then the experience, and then getting back and starting a whole new chapter of my life, you know, yep. leaving one career and starting a new career. So that was – I'm okay substituting that one, even though Ed Watson was an awesome experience too. So, yes. Um, so my so virtual, got? I've got a lot of virtuals that I've really enjoyed. Uh, the one that came to mind is one called it's called Little House on the Prairie. It is mm-hmm. um, GC three two event one. It's been out a long time. It's been out two thousand two. Um, so, and again, this is another thing that's. Um, it was very well done because um, back then you could kind of do things a little bit differently, um, you know, kind of grandfathered now. But uh, it was mm-hmm. actually actually hit in 2002. Did I say two? Yeah, 2002. Um, so you go to the location, and it's, it's, it's in Independence, Kansas. One of the locations that the actual um, – um, why am I drawing a blank? Somebody in the somebody in the chat room helped me out. The little house on the prairie. Um, the the family lived there. They lived in a couple of different places. Um, in there, and then of course was written about later on. Um, so, um, my wife will help me out too. At some Ingalls, yeah, Laura Ingalls, Laura Ingalls Wilder. Um, she uh, they lived there, and so it's very well, you know put together there's several places around the, around the country you can go to and see more about uh, little house on the prairie great books uh, wife loves them um, we, we just had uh, just just a great um, a great time the whole thing was just a, a lot of fun it's a little tricky to find the cash or find the virtual because you have to go inside the little little uh, first um, tourist shop um gift shop and do some investigating so um you know it's kind of fun it's actually searching for virtuals for information for the virtuals what i'm thinking about so right right. um yeah it's very cool it was our i'm probably gonna mess this up i think it was our thousandth it it was it was a milestone cash for us so that's always kind of fun so we brought our little sign you know, took a photo in front of the thing. And, you know, those those are always kind of memorable, too, or hopefully they're memorable. Um, kind mm-hmm. of like your, your 5,000th find almost. That was a pretty cool one. It <laughs> didn't turn into. Uh, that was that was a, it was funny. A, it was an event. It was it was it was a, it was a yeah. uh, it's a cash you and I'll never forget <laughs> because we almost couldn't find it. Almost. That is crazy. So we, we found it successfully. What are you did. talking about? We didn't let ego get in the way and not read the description on that cash. Mm, that didn't happen. There's no, no video proof of that. There's no video. Well, there is. There's Periscope proof of that. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Straight busted. Finally, the CFO of Memphis Mafia helped us out. Go. Did y'all read the description? Like, yeah. Uh, no. We probably should. We're gonna. We're gonna have to do something. We're gonna have to do a show on that milestones. Yeah, coming that'd be up, kind of fun. Setting up milestones. Yeah, we've had several, um, and that's always tricky too because we just found one recently um, that 
we we're like, oh, we need to do that, and we're like, oh, we almost blew it. We we found a where I go for thirteen uh, hundredth or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, which I'm going to mention. There you go. Talk about where I goes. Um, all right, so we want to talk about events. Yeah. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Well, I'll go first, and uh, I don't mind. Might be cheating, but it was it was an after the event. Is that that's probably cheating? But I'm going to go for it anyway. But uh, we we did an event uh, in town for twelve, thirteen, fourteen, um, December thirteenth, twenty fourteen. Kind of cool to have that number. We did an event. Had a lot of people come to the event. It was a lot of fun. After the event, we all said, "Hey, let's go after this cash that I heard I'd heard about." Um, and so like, sure, why not? So a bunch of folks, uh, after the event, we went out there and had the ordeal. I think I've mentioned it before where it, the, the terrain was, I think the train rating was a little off for Texas because it took a long time to hike to this thing. Uh, we had to cross ravines. I tore my pants completely. Uh, I was about a hundred pounds heavier at the time. So I was going up the ravine and ripped my jeans. Um, somebody had duct tape cause you know, geocachers. So we were able to duct tape it back together again. Uh, got to the cache, no problem. Uh, the cache was, hadn't been, fa- we were the second to find it and it'd been out there for like four years. So other than the FTF, we were STF like four years later. Um, mm. So it was kind of in, we kind of, pieced it all pieced the cash back together. It was very wet, but we got it all sort of fixed up again, put it back, start our trek back. And we're like 16 people out here at this thing. So we're walking back and this guy comes from, from, a, from the side and we're in just to let you know, this cash is not, is on public property. It is in a river. Um, it's to be maintained by, um, I guess the state it's in a river area. So it's, it's, it's dry most of the time, but it's kind of in a, there's a name for that. I don't know the name of it, but anyway, somebody, somebody looked it up afterwards and figured out that this is not, you cannot have, this is no, nobody owns this property because it's part of right. the, it's near, it's part of the river. It's right. Oh, right like open lands or something. Open lands because it's part of the river thing. They don't, they don't sell that property. So anyway, right. so we're walking back. This guy comes out to meet us. Uh, and of course we're in Texas. So he's armed. Uh, he's got a side, got a sidearm and he comes out and wants to know what we're doing. We explained to him. So he was a little, he was a little freaked out at first, but once we told him we were doing, he never heard of geocaching, but he kind of understood what we were talking about, that we were treasure hunting. And so right. anyway, um, he was not happy at all that we were there. Talked about private property signs. There wasn't a private property sign. We went back and searched for private property signs. There were no private property signs anywhere, anywhere, any, anywhere near where we'd walked in. Um, so there was no, we didn't cross any fences, none of that kind of stuff. So anyway, Um, but it was just very memorable because it took, it was a, it was, it was tough to find this. Well, it was, it was the train that we weren't really planning for, uh, cause we, it was a little bit of a hike, more of a hike that we had sort of thought this was going to be. And of course we had the Mm -hmm. dude come out armed and, uh, uh, so anyway, that was, it was fun event kind of afterwards. (laughs) 
It's a good story that you have afterwards, right? <laughs> I do. It's a good story. It's not the actual event. Uh, I will talk about Megas here in a minute because I have a much better story about Megas. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Your, your favorite event. All right. So, and the Megas is going to be a hard one for me, but uh, mm-hmm. for the event, mine's mm-hmm. kind of similar to yours. It's a funny story afterwards, right? Right. So, uh, George Charles, I'm sorry, GC, five fizzy, five two eight. Right. Okay. It's a hiking event. Um, a while back, right now, you can't have any difficulties that are high or anything like that, right? right. They're all one difficulties. This was a while back. Um, and uh, this is actually my event. I hosted the event. But yes, I'm picking one of my own events, but it was, you know, it was a group hike. It was fun. So uh, the uh, pin for this event was at the top of a mountain out in wilderness area. Um, it was... I think I think I've got a picture of here of the temperature for that day. <laughs> oh my! Had to be fairly um, memorable if it's. It was negative. Oh no! There's a whole bunch of pictures on the uh, mm-hmm. on, on the, the cash, cash page. page, right? Um, so we were going for this cash that hadn't been found in a while, way out in the middle of nowhere. Um. Starts off, you know, we know the weather was going to be bad, but we're like, you know, it's Colorado. We're going to do it anyway. It's going to be a hard hike. We're going to do it. <laughs> right. Several people started off saying they were going to go. By the okay. time the day came, um, three people went. Okay. So we set out hiking. Uh, we knew that the weather was coming in. We left really early in the morning. Uh, it was snowing before we got there. It snowed the whole hike up. Uh, I had a uh, canvas backpack at the time, like a army surplus canvas backpack. Right. You know, that, that kind of mm-hmm. material. It was not weatherproof, by the way. It was frozen <laughs> to a solid block of ice. Oh, no. The straps were like stiff. Um, <laughs> it took us hours and hours to get up there. We get up there and the snow had fallen so much, we couldn't even find the cash we were going for. Right. We never found it. We were up oh, there for my. a long time. We were freezing the... Trees were all knocked down and everything, but we're having a blast, right? It's a, it's a super yeah. crazy hike. Wow. So we get up there, we eat our lunch, we're getting ready to come down. Well, it took longer than we anticipated. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you're in freezing weather, it's snowing, and you decide to have a picnic. Well, yeah, we had to have lunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we're freezing. I mean, really right. cold. I can handle some cold. I can handle it better back then than I can now. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it now it bothers me a little bit. Sure. Some of my upgraded uh, body parts, parts don't. Your, your hip, they don't your, like the cold as much. Your hips not. It's as funny f- how that happens when you put steel inside your body. Right. Um, but uh, so we're hiking. It's a great hike. Uh, we don't find the cash, but we do get our lunch. Um, mm-hmm. It's it never gets above single digits the whole time, and it was usually negative. Um, but the day's getting on pretty good now and it's really a lot harder terrain than we thought and it's slippery and everything else. Um, but, uh, one guy, so there was three guys, one came down from Wyoming to do the, to do the hike. One was a local guy. One was me and one was a local guy. That's a really experienced hiker. So we're still in pretty good shape. We had our spot, you know, the emergency GPS beacon. We, when we got to the top, before we started hitting, when we started, we hit the button, it sends a message. Hey, we're starting. Right. Right. To oh, the loved cool. ones. Cool. Get to the top, send the message, hey, we're going to start heading down. Okay. Well, so we it takes us a long time to get down. 
Well, we get down to the bottom and we're down now, you know, at the bottom. So we're in kind of the valley. Yeah. We can't really get a good signal to send out saying we're down to the bottom. Oh, no. So they think you're still out there. <laughs> yep. Frozen to the well, side of the mountain, probably. Yes. So then oh, the road with in this mountain with. So this is a little road that goes that you drive down to. to get. Let's say it's about 15 miles off the main road. Right. Right. So there's no rails on either side and it is completely iced over the whole road all the way back to the main road. So now we're at the bottom. We can't send a signal and we have to go like two miles an hour in my Jeep, which is very capable, but it's ice, right? Right. Sure. So we're sliding everywhere. trying not to, cause if you go off the side, you're way, you're gone right down in this deep ditch. Right. Oh my. So we're going super slow. Well, it took us like an hour extra right. to get that 10 to 15 miles outside of to get where we could get to signal by the time we got back to the road where the signal was it had been several hours oh no since we'd sent the signal saying hey we're on our way down <laughs> oh no so they had already called law enforcement the sheriff's department saying hey we got some missing hikers oh, luckily man. we got a signal to them before they actually sent the search party out okay but they had already alerted everybody they were going to come find us and everything and it would have been quite the embarrassing debacle i don't want to be that guy on the news right i just i'm trying hard not to be that guy on the news where you get stuck and everybody goes that idiot he should have known what he couldn't have handled you know i I haven't been that guy yet although i know it happens it's dangerous here it can shift really quick right oh yeah but uh uh my cfo was unhappy my mother was out here at the time she was unhappy and that's never a good plan no and uh Ended up, nobody was hurt. We had a great time. It was a great event. We didn't find the cash that we were trying to find at the top right. of the mountain. But we all survived. We got to the end, and just all the wives were mad. So <laughs> law enforcement didn't actually get deployed, but um, it ended up being like one of the most memorable events ever because everybody was like ramped up and getting ready to go to a search party and stuff. And <laughs> oh, no. it was it was not good. No. But, uh, but yeah, somebody in the uh, chat room. Sorry. Yes was going to go and backed out. They just admitted oh, it. Somebody in the chat room. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine that uh it's Barasaur is his caching name, but he's right. the one that he's my partner in crime for a lot of those trips that I go on. So he at least says he's honest. He says I'm he goes, I oh, backed yeah. out today. He says I'm honest. He'll he'll admit it. So. But he knows I'm not gonna say anything because I just backed out on one recently. So <laughs> <laughs> Right. We've I was all gonna been... go for one and they're like, it's gonna snow a bunch. I'm like, yeah, I, no, I'm yeah. not I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna be cold for the next week. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, it happens. We, we, we all, all back out sometimes. We've all right? backed out. Absolutely. But uh, so anyway, uh, that was a fun one and it was a, a big drama, but it was I guess the most memorable event uh, I've been to. Wow. We've got a ton left, so I think we're going to have to do. We're, we're going to have to keep have to these. split this off. Into yeah, another have, time. We'll, we'll split this off into a part two because we've got megas talk about mysteries, webcams, uh, earth caches, uh, where I goes. We haven't gotten to the where I goes yet, and we just did which a web- obviously the best ever. Uh, okay, yeah. No, we we just did a where I go, uh, and <clears throat> we really enjoyed it. I, it was really very well done in. I'll share real quick why, and that is, and this is something, Jesse, I know you're a big proponent of, and that is, before we started it, the person said approximately how long it should take you. They didn't give you how many, they didn't tell you how many stages, but they said that 
this should take you approximately 30 minutes. That's all I need. You don't have to tell me how many stages. That's okay. I don't need that. But give me an idea. Or if it's going to be 15 stages, at least tell me it's 15 stages. Then I can plan for that. If it's going to be three stages, you know, even tell me that. That way I can plan. But, you know, we we did the one when you came down here. I I enjoyed it. Because I'd never seen where you can pick up inventory and drop inventory, or well, more more likely you're just picking it up. But they didn't tell us how many stages that thing was. It was very old, had a lot of favorite points because it was very old. Um, it was well done. The one you're talking about now. It was well done, and we'll we can talk about we'll talk about more th- how to do. Well, yeah, we'll have to get back to that because I will admit that. Uh, at least one where I go has gotten me into trouble with the CFO for the same reason. True. Like, let's just knock this one out real quick. Yeah. And ends no. up being like 80 stages <laughs> and I'm getting like the death glare, but you don't yes. want to stop it and stuff. So yeah. You can't stop now. Uh, no. All right. So, and I'm like, what am I going to say at this point? You know, you're right. <laughs> we'll get to the rest. But, uh, so, um, we do want to talk briefly. Um, one of our sponsors, IB geocaching, um, oh yeah, definitely go check out ibgeocaching.com. Um, Pete, Pete out there, um, he puts puts together great um, things to purchase. He he puts out a lot of cool stuff. He does uh, cool events, but aside from that, his website is, is fabulous. His his products are incredible. Um, we get uh, all of our. Uh, at least uh, for the show, we we get all our um, swag, you know, from him. Um, we really his his the quality of his products is great, and people are like, oh well, he's not in the U.S., so I really don't want to buy from him because it's like, but you know what? He will send stuff. I actually get stuff from from him faster than I can get stuff in the U.S. a lot of the time. So. You're not going to see the prices are basically the same, so you're not paying a bunch of extra money. Um, so it's like he's, you know, of course if you're in Canada, it's great because he's Canadian. But if you're not in Canada, it's still great because it really doesn't take that long. Uh, well, I think people have the misconception that uh, international purchases are going to be you know, like double or something, and they're really not. They're, no, they'll be here within six months, easy. Yeah. No. No. They're. <laughs> He, we no, get stuff quick. We get stuff from him pretty quick. We really do. So, oh anyway. yeah, and he's got like coins and pat tags and mm-hmm. you know shirts and all kinds of and containers and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it's definitely worth a look. Go look and see for your next, you know, evil hat or mm-hmm. just your swag or shirts. You know, because we're all obsessed, right? So absolutely. Why would you go out wearing a shirt that didn't have geocaching on it? Absolutely. So I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Cashly, that's a whole other, <laughs> whole other sponsor. But uh, yeah, check out ibgeocaching.com. Let them, you know, tell them that uh, you, know, you heard about it here on Geocache Talk. And uh, again, thanks, Pete, for uh, for putting out good good quality uh, products uh, from your website. So, all right. Um, so we're going to keep uh, half the show for another time. Um, final comment, and I'm going to wrap things up. What are your yeah, thoughts? really, the second half is going to be the harder ones, right? Um, mm-hmm. We're going to struggle to pick any good earth caches, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> where I go is true. we can't mention every single one. Um, right. And then Megas, there's probably oh, gosh. Mega. Of more than one Mega in the chat room right now that we've been to. 14er. Yeah. So there's a hard one to do, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I've even helped host one, so that's going to be hard. I'm going to have to really think yeah. through that one. 
Um, Fourteener has a lot of meaning to you. And then uh, puzzles would be easy, except for that also includes. I mean, mysteries would be easy, but that includes challenges, and that's one of my favorite oh. categories. So, oh, I'm going to really yes. struggle with that one too. So you may have come that's with a, a couple. That's going to be a fun one. So yeah, that will be tricky. And That'll then somebody mentioned favorite geo tour also. Oh gosh, it, yeah, we we have yeah, one. I got some to throw down on that one as well. So yeah, how many? Uh, we've done two, three. We've done at least three. Um, so yeah, there's some, there will be I've some catches on a few different geo tours. So yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. So we'll have to do that one again too coming up. Yep, yep. We'll plan for that in the near future. But uh, anyway, so coming up on the show next week, we'll have on Keith Petrus. Uh, and we're going to talk about how FTF Magazine survived a hurricane. And you think I'm just sort of making a story up here. This is no story at all. Um, they literally had to survive. Uh, Keith lives on a boat, and there was a hurricane. And he's going to tell you the whole, he'll tell you the whole story. Also tell you about new stuff that FTF Magazine is doing. Um, and uh, there's really cool... A lot of cool stuff about FTF Magazine. I've been subscribed for many years now, and um, their path tags. It's we got great stories. We'll we'll kind of go through some of the stories we've talked about a little bit before, but worth re, worth remembering, worth talking about again. Um, so, um, oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Jesse wants to mention also about sending sending your favorite cash experiences. Yeah, I mean, we just went through ours for a few of them for those categories. Mm-hmm. I know everybody, a bunch of people. I couldn't even keep up with it. There's a bunch of people in the chat room mentioning their favorite ones, and mm-hmm. send them in. Just a little blurb, and you know, maybe she'll put them together into a a bigger blog or yeah. whatever. If you want to send write a full one. one in and why it was your favorite, and tell a story, or even send in a picture because you got to have a good picture from those oh. those good ones. I could, I'd like to see a really good blog come out of this and share these stories. Yeah, it's not absolutely. just us two talking, but this the whole the whole chat room. This is a whole group here. So yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like you said, if it's if you don't feel like oh I can't read a whole blog, I can't write a whole blog because you think they have to be a certain length, don't worry about it. Just send it in, um, and if it's short, like you said, uh, I'm sure Angie can put together a compilation that'll be kind of fun too. So don't don't feel bad about the about the length. Don't don't feel don't don't allow that to stop you from from sending in some cool stories. So right um, right. And then in two weeks, uh, Nathan Lewis is going to be on the show. Um, this is a kind of a fascinating trip uh, because he focused on counties. You know, we've talked about uh, about the numbers, which is kind of fun. Talk about mm-hmm. Jasmine and Fizzy and, you know, going after the oldest caches in every state. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do. He went through uh, a long trip all the way out to Yuma for the Yuma, Yuma Mega and came all the way back to Tennessee uh, doing counties. So we're going to hear about the planning on that, how it went, um, what he learned, what were his favorite caches along the route, maybe even what he wished he hadn't done. You know, we'll get the whole, we'll get the whole scoop about what Nathan liked, didn't like, or what, what he suggests you should do if you're planning a trip and trying to do, uh, all the, all the counties along, uh, along your route. So that'll be fun. That's in two weeks. And then in three weeks, Geo Paul back on Geo the show. Paul. Geo Paul from across the pond again. Um, love Paul. He's uh, got great stories and to tell us about different things he's done recently. Um, now that show is special time has to be at 3 PM because 
hey, he's in London or near London, so six hour difference. So we don't yeah, won't even get up at two o'clock in the morning for us. <laughs> I tell you, so uh, we are hurt, but we're going to still have Geo Paul on anyway. So that's uh, April 29th. So looking forward to that. And so uh, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Um, sorry we didn't get to do the show about the trails. We're going to do that in the future. So we'll let you know when that happens. Um, so email us your comments, geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocache talk, uh, or mine's at Gary Slinkard or Instagram. We're, we're now big Instagrammers. We're grammars now. Uh, That's right. So, uh, geocache talk, uh, which Angie, um, uh, monitors, manages for us. And Memphis Mafia, you guys are becoming big, big Instagrammers. That's awesome. You know, I like Instagram because mm-hmm. it's just pictures and cool pictures of caches and stuff like that. And it's it's yeah. less other stuff. Yeah, it, it's a good fun one. So it is. There's a lot. There's a lot to be said about Instagram. I, I I agree with you. It's very cool. It's almost like looking at photo albums that you want to look at. You know, and mm-hmm. you, you get a lot. There's a lot in a lot to learn when you look at a photo of you get a real picture of what you're you know you can tell the story but if you show things like we i think you know on if you go out to geocache talking find the big english box that we found mm-hmm. there's photos out there so you can get a this is just me yakking about what it looks like but if you want to know what a big red english telephone box looks like that's stuck in the u.s now uh, go check it out because uh, we were there and uh, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool so uh and then of course facebook facebook.com forward slash geocache talk show can be found on itunes stitcher TuneIn radio google play podcastpedia there's a lot of places uh and also of course on the geocache talk website don't forget to click on the subscribe button below uh so that you can see and hear the show and we weekly basis get reminded that when the show is on and also go out go tell your friends about the show get them uh to to listen or to watch either way until next week don't just talk about geocaching go find a new favorite geocaching experience and go geocaching good night everybody